Hello, and welcome to CreekCast. I'm Tammy. And I'm Josh, and we're glad you guys have joined us for this Sunday. If you're in the Mill Creek area, Bargetown area, we'd love for you to come and join us. Yes, we would love it. Yep, we have services in person at 9 and 11 a.m. If you are in the Bargetown area and don't feel comfortable going out, or if you're listening or watching um, anywhere else in the world, you can join us for our live streams at 9 and 11. Um, and so we have that going on. And so, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Exciting stuff. Well, as you may have noticed, we didn't record last week. Yes. But we're not going to like. We're not skipping every other week. Right. Which has been the trend for the past few weeks. Yeah. No, but we're also not going back to last week's version. We're going to move forward. Correct. So do you want to give us a quick recap of last week? Last week, we're dealing with the the bulk of 1 John, actually. Um, We're picking up in 1 John 5 today, but we were dealing with the other bulk of it. And it's all about really how we should love one another, love others, how if we say that we love God, we'll love others. If we say that we are a child of God, we will do follow his commandments. Um, and if we don't do these things, then, then we're not. Yeah. And it talks a lot about God being love. And we're going to talk more about that. It's the very common theme of John. Yes, I agree with that. First John, second John, third John. Yeah. I feel like it all just boils down to love and how important that is for our the time that we're in today, just being kind oh, and compassionate and merciful to people is very important. Love is a huge thing. Um, let, me, let me turn you up just a little bit. Love is a huge thing. It should be a, it should be what identifies us as Christians. You know, it shouldn't be a cross necklace that we wear or something like right. that. It should be the fact that we show God's love to everybody we come in contact with, not just those that we like or those that we get along with, but we show God's love to everybody. Yes. I agree. But let's get into our um, scripture for today, shall we? We shall. So we are in 1 John 5, 1 through 8. 1 through 8. 1 through 8. And it starts off with that we should believe in Jesus um, because he's born of God. And gets starts getting into this love. Um, love the Father and then love those who are born of him. One of the craziest things is out there right now is the fact that we as Christians sometimes don't even get along with other Christians. We have a hard time showing that love to other Christians. And we all have those people in our life that we're like, yeah, I don't really like them, you know, or they don't really like us. Um, And so, but it's, we have to show them love. I mean, if we can't show love to other believers, how are we supposed to show love to, to a sinful world? To a sinful world. Yeah. And yes, we realize that sometimes the church is more, dangerous or not more dangerous but more harsh than people in the world yeah even though it should not be it shouldn't be it should not be um one of the things i've all that you know i saw that ben was on earlier i don't know if he's still on but one of the things he always said that you know the the church should be a hospital but more or less it's a you know more or less a horse farm you know, we shoot down a dying horse type thing, yeah. you know, and I probably butchered that. I'm sorry, Ben. But, <laughs> <laughs> you know, we should be taking care of our people and loving them. But most of the times when there's sin that shows up in their life or they're going through a hard time, we just mm-hmm. want to be like, well, let's just put them under, like, rough, you know, sweep them underneath the rug so nobody sees them. But we should be loving those who are born of God. Um, and he goes on to call us a, you know, we should love the children of God. And that's huge that we are part of these children of God. You know, as, as most of you guys know, we do foster care. We're in the process of adoption. And you take our daughter and we love her with everything that we have. Absolutely. You know, there's no difference between her or somebody, that, you know, a child that was born naturally to us. You know, we love her as our daughter. Mm-hmm. 
And that's how God, God brings us into this family to where he doesn't view us as, well, they were just sort of brought in. No, he views us as his child. Yes. Yeah. We are 100% part of the family. And I, I think that if we would come together in unity and really just focus on loving each other, not in this worldly way of love that it's feeling and it's fleeting, but God, God's love is constant and God's love is action and God's love isn't dependent on anybody else, but just that you're called to love. And so if we could put this into practice, I think that we would really see a huge difference Yes, <laughs> in the church body and just in reaching our world for him. Absolutely. Absolutely. And so we love the children of God and then we should love God. I mean, I feel like that's like an obvious thing. Yeah. But so many times we, we have that disconnect to where sometimes we feel like God's just this omnipotent force that's just looking down on us and not this personal relationship that we have with him. And so it becomes a hard thing to actually understand this love God with all that we have, you know, because it's not something, you know, he's not there to where we can physically touch him or, you know, see him. You know, we feel his presence. We see his works, but, you know, it's easier to love somebody that you can see and touch and interact with and we can interact with God. It's just different than how we are used to doing it. You know, but we should be loving God with all that we have. And I like that God gives us a tangible way to show that love to Him, and it's by obedience. Just doing what He calls us to do in Scripture and just what He calls us to do in our lives instead of fighting Him. Yes. <laughs> if He calls us to do something that we're uncomfortable with. Um, but yeah, we show God our love for Him by being obedient to His commandments. And I just really like that that's something very tangible when we think about our relationship with God is a lot of times really an abstract kind of thought because yes. it's not something we can physically touch, but, but being obedient is a very tangible, doable thing when our heart's in the right place. Absolutely. And we see that his commandments are not burdensome to us. You know, so many times we view them as this list of do's and don'ts, you know, that these things that find us mm -hmm. but really he gives us these rules they help us have freedom and have life and they're not burdensome they should be they're there to help us be free and when we're walking in his love then they're not going to be burdensome you know he says his yoke is easy and light what he puts on us is not meant to be torturous and it's not meant to be like just dragging us around like his burden is easy and light when we're in relationship with him absolutely and we just see that through all this, God's just showing his love. You know, I look at it with children. You know, we have rules for our kids. And it's not that we want to oppress them or anything like that. It's to help them to be better, mm -hmm. you know, help them to grow and mature and become the best person they're able to and to keep them safe. Yes. You know, we, we have to say all the time, like, I didn't, I'm not just making this rule because I want to be mean or you know, put more on you. Like it is for a purpose and it is for a reason. Absolutely. And we see here that if we are born of God, we have overcome the world. Mm -hmm. And that's a huge thing. And we see later on, as John talks about that our faith overcomes this world. Our faith is huge because it helps us to overcome the trials and the troubles of this world. Because this world is a nasty, dangerous place. Yeah. And it's it, very dark. Very dark. And it's by our faith that we're able to overcome this. 
and how exciting and just, I mean, we don't, I don't deserve that power. Like I don't deserve anything, but God and his love and his grace and his mercy through Jesus has given us the power to overcome Satan and to overcome his lies and to overcome his schemes of trying to trip us up yeah. in our daily walks. And it's huge because it's like you said, we have that power and it's not anything we can do ourselves. You know, I, I don't have the power to do right. it. Yeah, the no. power that God's given me to be able to do this. And it's, yeah. we get that power by being in his word, by having this relationship with him, by following his commandments. Yeah. We're able to overcome the schemes of Satan and of this mm-hmm. world, you know, mm-hmm. and he continues on because remember John was talking about some of the, the heresies that come into this, to, to the body here. And he starts talking about that Jesus came by water and blood, showing that not only was he spirit, but he also had a physical form. Mm-hmm. Because they were arguing that Jesus was just spirit. And if he was just spirit, then he couldn't have died. He couldn't have died. And then our sins would not be forgiven. And so it talks about how the different things that testify to, to Jesus was the water, the blood, and the spirit. How the Holy Spirit, you know, shows what Jesus did, shows that he was part of the ministry that Jesus was doing. Yeah. And, you know, we've gotten these warnings in previous verses of you know, it boils down to what people have to say about Jesus. And so if they're saying that Jesus wasn't fully God and fully man, then that's not Jesus. We need to be careful. Yes, absolutely. And we'll continue more of this discussion come tomorrow (laughs) (laughs) because it sort of ends in the middle of a thought. Yeah. Yeah. Well, our prayer request for today is for Haiti. Um, Pray for deliverance of those in the bondage to voodoo. And a word from our sponsor. And then our life step. And Jesus taught that in it, if a person had faith the size of a mustard seed, he can move mountains. Even small faith can be the incredi- can be incredible, incredibly powerful if it is placed in the right things. The power or lack thereof of faith does not lie in the faith itself. It always lies in whatever it is placed in. Take a moment to review your own faith. What is it based on? What are you believing exactly? If you are believing God's word, then your faith has the right foundation. If not, then it is misplaced. It's good stuff. That is good. Well, for this Sunday, I've been Josh. I'm Tammy. Booyah. Booyah.